one action hey guys welcome to here to here this is technically the second episode but for you it's going to be the first one because it's the first one i'm releasing and today we got avram Copel. what up everybody yeah i was thinking about saying some like cool names but then i couldn't think of one they call me they call me copalicious yeah copalicious when i was growing up i actually had that on the side of my glasses people would come up and be like you're copalicious and i'm like yes (laughs) i feel like nobody actually did that no it's it's 100 accurate Probably ninety percent of my friends know that that you had copalicious on the side. Of your yeah, glasses. yeah, no, it was like it was printed on the side of my glasses. It really was. So why do you not have it on your glasses right now? Um, because I was gonna be head counselor. You got old. <laughs> well, no, because it would be head counselor in camp, and like I didn't want the kids to be like, yeah, copalicious. I was like, <laughs> no more. Dude, it would have been kind of funny. It would have been. It would have been. Yeah. Yeah, but you you missed the opportunity. <laughs> nah, there's more opportunities to be copalicious. I mean, you were a teacher, so you could have done it then, but you didn't. Yeah, yeah. Actually, when I was in Australia, um, I, I ran a smoothie business. It was called Copalicious Smoothies. Is that like with Noah's uh, moonshine business on the side? <laughs> it was actually in the same room, but um, I, yeah. You were making cool moonshine. We do that every Friday afternoon when we got back from Simon. We would just make smoothies with rum and just get wrecked. <laughs> so good, bro. Dude, every time Noah tells it to me, I'm like. Yeah. so funny yeah because i always wanted to make beer so but instead we made weed so whatever <laughs> well that didn't work out so well did it <laughs> it was working out really nicely well until the end whatever yeah. dude so let me tell you about some crazy news i found this week okay so start off we start off with the big news so before you look at it let me just tell you it okay okay this is a messed up story all right i don't know if you ever heard of i am charlie no okay jesus charlie you know what i'm saying it's french so basically in france there is this there is this magazine in 2015 that posted. I don't know if it was 2015 when they put, but they put pictures of Muhammad in their magazine. That's like a sarcasm. Thing is, people who are Muslim, uh, Muslim do not like that. Yeah, I can so see that. So they went. There was an attack on the office, and 12 people got killed. So there's this. So then, whole thing about freedom of speech, and they had protests, and it's like I am Charlie, and that was the whole thing. So it's crazy stuff. So last year. Um, so last year, a teacher was like putting it up in her, his classroom to show like what freedom speech is and, and he put it up, but then if like, he, uh, like, I guess a few kids in his class, like posted on, on social media and a few weeks, maybe a few days or weeks later, he was decapitated. No. Yeah. It's messed up. <laughs> the teacher was decapitated. Yeah. Yeah. So the girl, oh my God. the girl who like let out the story said like she was showing images of muhammad and people and like these people got really yeah so, that girl that shared so the then story the girl and, the yeah. girl this week just put out a statement that she was lying that she was even in the classroom when he showed it oh my god she should go to prison <laughs> so that's that's the news i was going to show you but it's, it's pretty messed up here's like here's um Hasty's Charlie. There's a whole Wikipedia on it, but yeah, basically that's that's a messed up story. And then this is even more messed up. And I'm like, what the frick is even flying? Uh, um, I don't know. Well, that kind of sounds like the Benghazi situation, except that ended up being fake. I don't know what happened to Benghazi. Okay, so Benghazi basically there was a there was a YouTube video that went up like making fun of uh, Muslims, and um, right after that there was this huge protest in Benghazi. I think it's in Libya. And the American consulate was attacked, and a couple people were killed. 
And then after Hillary Clinton, who was the Secretary of State at the time, made a statement that like they were they were enraged, they were enraged because of the YouTube video, and that's why they did the attack. But then news leaked later that they knew about the Benghazi attack very like they knew about it in advance and they actually lied by saying that it was in response to the video. Wait, and they put out the video after the No, no, they attack? put out the video. Then there was an attack. Then after the attack, the Secretary of State blamed it on the video. But oh, really, but she knew that it wasn't because of the video. Really, it was her screw-up because she didn't respond to the intelligence that they had at the time. And some people say that it could have been prevented, but she blamed it on the video, and they found out later that she lied. Well, was it a big attack? If it was a big attack, then... I mean, it's the consulate. Like, it was an ambassador that got killed. Really? Yeah. Dang. That's yeah. a crazy story, bro. You don't know about Benghazi, bro? That was huge. Well, I've heard it. Like, there's always these things in, like, life where people, like, say stuff, but you don't know what they mean, and you're never going to ask because it comes up all yeah. the time. Benghazi was a huge scandal. Imagine the Secretary of State just lies to the American people after two Americans got killed in the consulate. Look, even, even Jesus Charlie, I didn't know what it was for years until like a, few, a little while ago. I, I learned you're about just it. like going along, you're just like laughing at the Jesus Charlie jokes. We don't even get it. I, don't know. <laughs> I was like, he's like, like, yo, that Benghazi stuff was crazy, man. Like, you have no idea. What it is. <laughs> I don't know what they're saying. It was like, there's a word. Um, shoot, what's that word for someone who like holds himself really high? Ego, uh, no, not ego. Something there's like a special word for it. Metaphorcy, yes. <laughs> Metaphorsia? No. A necrophiliac. A necrophiliac. Is that the word? Could be. Look it up. Why not? Necro. No, necrophilia. <laughs> necrophilia is something else. Oh, no, nepotism. I want to do... Is it nepotism? Yeah, yeah, it's nepotism. No, but it'd have been really funny if you read necrophilia, read the definition. Nepotism. <laughs> yeah, necrophilia is a different, different problem. I don't think it's even nepotism. Yeah, no, I mean, okay, nepotism is when you choose your family over other people. Okay, it's not. You mean nepotism. I think you mean narcissism. Narcissism. <laughs> How do we get from necrophilia to narcissism? <laughs> well, they still start with that. No, you know what's the funniest thing? Okay, necrophilia is pretty funny. You're gonna be looking at the pockets, be like, "This is not what I signed up for." <laughs> oh, you're no. reacting to the news. It was like casually skipping through just to find out what you're talking about. There's a necrophilia. Like, whoa. <laughs> no, dude, the whole time, like, people would say, you're such a narcissist or narcissism. And I was always, like, confused. I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, like, can not, you speak English? Those are not two words that you should get mixed up. Yeah. I didn't mix those up. I just didn't know what narcissism is. It's, uh, like, it's like when people talk about... What you just said, Benghazi. I'm like, what the freak are you talking about? Are you talking about <laughs> Bin Laden? Like, I know 9-11. No, I different don't know Bens, the... different Bens. One was Benghazi, one was Bin Laden. Oh, ben Simmons. <laughs> yeah, Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons got in there somehow. Somehow, yeah, bro. The Battle of the Bens. Yeah, the Battle of the Bens. I think that was a different thing. Ben Franklin? No. That's... I might be, I think I'm mixing it up with something else. I was thinking of the Battle of the Bulge. But that was something else. Oh, like in Game of Thrones. No. <laughs> um, um, yeah, Battle of the Bends is not a thing. Um, Battle of Ben 10 came out. <laughs> the Battle of the Bends is Ben 10. Um, Battle of the Bulge, though, was, yeah, I feel like was, a, was a... Um, yeah, that makes more a, sense. It was, yeah, it was World War II. It was a huge. It was a huge battle. I taught about this in class. 
Um, yeah, it was on the Western Front of World War II, 1944. Um, it was launched through densely packed forest. They went through Belgium and Luxembourg towards the end of the war in Europe. The offensive. So tend to stop the allies of Belgium for the I thought you taught this in class. Yeah, I did. I did. I did. Yeah. It's so funny. Yeah. You know what? I actually just finished a book on World like It's not on World War II. It's just based in World War II. It's called Catch-22. Okay. It's so funny. Is it, is it fiction or is it? No, it's complete fiction. But it's, oh, it's fake. It's so funny. Right. It's, it's, it's like this book about this fighter pilot. And he's in World War II. But the thing is, he hates fight, doing combat missions. And he hates that his commanding officer keeps putting up the combat mission so he'll do like 50 combat missions and then a commanding officer when he's about to leave he'll be like actually you have to do 55 you can't leave yet and then he's like do the more time he's trying to leave yeah yeah so he like goes to people and he's like i'm crazy i'm the i'm the stupidest person you've ever met he's like well the only reason you would be crazy if you would be flying combat missions he's like what are you talking about so <laughs> if i fly combat missions i fly more combat missions but if i don't fly combat missions i can't leave because i'm not crazy <laughs> That's quite funny. The funniest one yeah, is um, cat, that's definitely a catch twenty two. Yeah, that's where catch twenty two comes yeah, from. Yeah. You get it? Yeah. So whatever. There's a few other ones. It's like this guy he's going to get charged, and like the, the guy comes up to him. And he's like, "Yo, by the way, they're totally going to get you because you're Jewish." He's like, "I'm not Jewish." He's like, "Exactly." <laughs> I didn't even get it, but it was amazing. Yeah, I don't get that. That doesn't make sense. That's the whole he's joke. Like, they're going to get you because you're Jewish. And he's, he's like, like I'm, "I'm not Jewish. Jewish," and then he's like, "Exactly." I don't. Okay. Okay. Whatever. I guess I would have to give you more context, but but the whole joke is like yeah, yeah, yeah. everything's yeah. like super ironic and nothing really makes sense. And the whole time the commanding officers are just really stupid people who somehow got up there. I don't know if they were stupid. I mean, no, it's they not, have to get the job done. So not they're gonna, in. They're going to manipulate all the people under them in order to get to achieve the task. No, not in real life. I'm saying like in the book. The whole well, it's fiction, but yeah. that that scenario plays itself out all the time. Where you just like trick people into thinking that they're—it's called gaslighting. You just trick people into thinking that they're crazy. <laughs> yeah. There's some really good ones in there. There's like, oh, dude, there's like this one guy. Basically, he's like, he's uh, one of the officers, so he sleeps in the other tent, and he doesn't like his roommate. So one time in the middle of the night, he's like, "I'm gonna slit your throat." <laughs> the next morning, the guy wakes up. He's like, "I had a weird dream. Somebody told me they can slit their throat." I'm like. And he's like, really? That's crazy. So the next day he comes back, does it again, and he does it again. The guy freaks out and he starts and he starts hiding in the woods. So this guy got his whole tent by himself. <laughs> That's good. I, like, uh, I think the, the term gaslighting comes from uh from comes from a movie called Gaslight, where basically there was this couple and the husband really hated his wife. So he every night when she would go out, he would turn down the lamp, the gaslight a little bit. She would come back and be like, is it me or is it dark in here? He's like, no, I think you're just going crazy. And he would just do it over and over and over again until she actually went crazy. Because <laughs> he hated his wife? Yeah, so that's what the term gaslighting is. It's like when you when you do things to make people feel like they're crazy. That's so crazy. Yeah. Are you trying to make me go crazy right now? Yeah. <laughs> All right, so let's move on to discovery news because this is a weird one. I don't really get what's up with this one, though, because... It says it's from this week, but it's it says it happened in 2018, so I'm not sure. But basically, I'm going to tell you a story real quick. So there's this there's these things called night shining clouds, which I'll show you a picture of them real quick, and you'll okay. see what they are. Um, they're like this. 
They're like really cool. freaking cool. Yeah, I've seen these. Yeah. Yeah, they're really cool. So basically, NASA, that's what I don't get. They says that they in the article. I don't know if they just made the article now or whatever, but I found it most recent. It's dated like March 5th. So whatever, I'll count it as this week. Well, a lot of times they do studies and stuff, and the news doesn't come out about the findings of the studies until much later. That's probably what happened. Yeah. But um, so yeah, in 2018, NASA made one of those to try to figure out how they're made. And I was just like, that's so cool because like I was looking at it, I was like, dude, those things are really nice. And I was like, that's that's why I just wanted to tell you about it. So yes, yeah. I mean, yeah, bioluminescent things are very cool. Um, like there's if you go like to certain places in the desert, they have bioluminescent like like bugs and stuff and like lizard lizards and like you just sit there at night and you can just like you just watch like little glowing things run around. I mean, I remember when we were in Israel. You were. You I wasn't there with you guys, but yeah, yeah that's yeah. the place I was talking about. Uh, they also have that underwater. Yeah. They're like these bioluminescent jellyfish and stuff. Dude, that when we went there, it was so funny. Like our tour guide, he was hilarious. <laughs> he was like, "Don't go there. Where are you going? Oh my god, there might be a snake." And then when we saw a snake, <laughs> and then when we saw a snake, he's like, "Everybody gather around." <laughs> he's a funny dude. That is nuts. I don't but, get it. He's like, yo, don't go there because of the snake. But then the snake comes. He's like, all right, everybody get No, it. because the whole point was that we were looking for snakes, right? <laughs> right, right, Because right. you want to find, like, the cool creatures. Right. But, like, the whole time when someone would be, like, snooping around, be like, stop moving off the crowd. There might be a snake. <laughs> I'm like, isn't that the point? <laughs> yeah. So. All these people, oh, my God. They, they're so overdramatic. Like, I went to this, this um, it's called, like, uh, rappelling. So, yeah. basically, they take you to, like, this little cliff. And, like, it's this, it's advertised as this big experience you book on, like, um not not airbnb what are those like travel.com one of these one travel of the, groupon. it was groupon it was groupon so it's like advertised as like this outdoor adventure whatever and like we're waiting there while like looking around for like a booth or like a place or something i'm like yo what's going on here? What, what's happening like i was like did we get scammed did like we booked something and we came here and it wasn't there like it was actually genuinely funny because we, we each paid it was like 30 bucks like <laughs> or just get there and it's literally just the middle the middle of the middle of the desert on like a little cliff and then, like, 10 minutes later, this guy comes in, like, his Subaru, takes out, like, repelling straps, ties it around the tree. And he's like, okay, everybody, Allah, we're going to do rappelling now. And, like, <laughs> he gives, like, this whole speech. He's like, how to be safe. And meanwhile, it's, like, it's, it's maybe 30 feet down. But, like, this guy's such a scammer. <laughs> he, like, makes this entire How experience. much did he say it was? I think it was, it was either 25 or $30 a person. No, I'm saying how many feet did he say it was? I don't remember, but he advertised it as I was like going to be this crazy experience, and you're going to be going down these cliffs. Like it was a joke. Like we went down, and we we're like, you go down for like maybe I don't know, ten, fifteen seconds. You're like, yeah, and then you're like, wait, I got to climb all the way back up now. It wasn't even worth it, <laughs> dude. We so did the it. climbing back up was more fun than the actual rappelling. That's so funny. But it's just funny how like he advertised it as like he's like he's showing pictures of like groups and like different angles, so it looks like this massive cliff, and you're going on this huge advent, huge adventure, but like. That's not <laughs> only these videos can pull that off. Oh, yeah, so I just got some. Oh, I met this guy at work today. So I did a, I did an interview for a job today, and so we basically you set up a booth at Home Depot and you try to get leads for this company. But that's besides the point. So this guy that's comes. Your, that's what you want to work at. I don't know if I want to take it, but I'm debating. So, um, but that's besides the point. I can tell you about that later. But this guy comes up to us, and the whole point is that we're doing water test. We're trying to get water testing so that they do the water testing, and then they realize that water sucks, and then they get water filtration. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's a very famous industry. Yeah. So it's this- notorious for scammers. <laughs> pretty much. Actually, the first thing I came in, my uncle was like, you sure you want to do this? I'm pretty sure you're scamming. I'm like, I don't know. It makes money. 
<laughs> no, apparently, like there's videos about it online. Basically, they they they, they, they basically they give you like a little fill, a sample cup. So you pull up a fill up a sample, then you do the drips, and then like the the water changes colors. So then you're like, oh, if your water changes <clears throat> to this and this color, you need to get a fancy filtration system. But really, all the things that are in the water are like naturally occurring minerals. Yeah. So it's actually a total scam. Like, like there's videos about it on YouTube. Well, you can watch. I'm going to research it because actually the guy I was working with told me the whole time that was, you have to take it. But I don't know. <laughs> so look, I'll see what happens with that. But if it's a scam, then I guess I won't do it. But if it's not a scam, then... I'm gonna still might not do it because I still might not want to do it. <laughs> right. I mean, look, some some older buildings actually have lead in the water because of the piping or because of the the not the pipes, but they they put like um, insulation around the pipes. If the pipes start cracking, then you can get lead in the water, and it's like a big deal because lead is poisonous. So like some of the stuff is legit, but a lot of times you're just trying to you're it's a numbers game. You're just trying to get whoever is scared enough to pay for the filtration system to buy it. <laughs> whatever you're preying on, on the fear of innocent people <laughs> i mean look if you're into that go for it <laughs> i don't know dang whatever <laughs> i mean look, look no because look the guy i was working with seemed like he's, he's a pretty nice guy so he was telling me about how that that there's like bad stuff in the water and there's like chlorine and but I don't know if chlorine's bad for you. That's what I was trying to get. I mean, it, it is, but not in the dosages that they're that you're drinking it. Otherwise, the city wouldn't give you poisonous water to drink. I mean, but they're not going to give you perfect water. They'll just give you simple water. <laughs> they do tests. Apparently, New York City's up there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's what he, was, he said. He's like, he's like, they do like tests and they're like forty percent up there, but still not good water. So yeah, but most people just get like a Brita or something. Yeah. Look, to be honest, if I were if I weren't doing the job and I was walking by, I would do it anyways because who cares? You could test your water either way. And if they say it's weird, I might still not buy it. But what they give you? What What are you giving them? What are you? No, no, we're just signing them up, and then they and then. Oh, and then somebody comes to the house yeah, to yeah, test yeah. their water. Got it. Because I've seen at Home Depot, they they have like the sample cups. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You basically fill up a sample. Of no, water it's a little more professional on that. See, that's why I don't think it's a scam because I've, I've scam. I worked on a pool before. Yeah. And so I know how water works a little bit. <laughs> I was pretty amateur at it, but I did clean a pretty freaking bad pool. Like the pool is black and I made it sparkle. Nice. Yeah. Took a while. Dang, I should hire you to clean my pool. You don't have a freaking pool. <laughs> but when I do, you'll be the first person I call. Yeah, I don't see you making a pool. <laughs> bro, I'm about to dig a pool in my backyard, bro. What you talking about? Your backyard? Your backyard's owned by like 30 people. It doesn't matter, bro. We got a parking spot. <laughs> Imagine that, bro. We get like a kiddie pool, fill up the entire parking spot, start doing cannonballs off my porch. <laughs> Suicide ball. <laughs> Honestly, that's such a vibe. But okay, back to the point. What was I telling you about the oh this guy showed up and what was he telling me? Because we went way off topic and I was trying to tell you about the water sampling? No, no, before that. Guy showed up. I was talking about a guy who came to my work and he was telling me something about something and you told me something and we said something i don't remember <laughs> dang but you, i remember what the dude said i don't what, remember what why i was say? telling maybe you. i'll remember what did the dude okay say? so the dude was he came to us and he was telling us how we're all right because he was like we were talking about water testing he was like yeah i already got this i know you guys are the best i understand exactly what you're talking about i was like all right thanks so he didn't <laughs> want anything but then he talked to us for like the next 30 minutes about how 
Israel is the best country because he saw we're wearing yarmulkes. And he's like, Israel's the best country, and you guys are amazing. Something about that, and how the U.S. should totally not break off from Israel, and how they are trying to break off, and it's going to ruin it, and something about that, and he said something about faith. And I was like, dude, I'm just trying to get water samples. Bro, I was going on on the plane, and I go through security, and um, the the thing beeps. Um, Like, so, so they, like... Pull, pull me aside. Basically, like the way it works is like these extra machines. If your clothing is like too bunched up, then like the machine can't read it. So they basically pat you down, and then they can feel if there's anything under there. If it's just bul- bul- like bulging. So with my tits, it always bulges out on the side. So I always I get pat down every single time. Like whatever, it's just like a little tap tap. So the guy like pulls me aside. I'm like, oh, oh, what's about to go down? I'm like, there's getting patted down, and then there's getting called to the side. The guy whispers in my ear. He's like, I'm not religious. But I support Israel, and I'm a conservative. <laughs> oh, and I'm like, I'm, I'm like, oh, cool, thanks, man. He's like, I can't stand this Biden guy. Like, he's, he's trying to ruin our relationship with Israel. And I'm like, all right, cool. I'm like, he's celebrating Purim. He's like, I don't know about that. He's like, I'm not so so religious, but at least I vote Republican. I'm like, well, if you're not religious, that's the next best thing. <laughs> Dang, that's so funny. Yeah. Dude, let me tell you a story I have with that. So basically, I, when I was in Pittsburgh – me and Menachem Davidson, we would get these bus cards from Messiah, but they were empty because we would take them after Messiah. But the thing is, in Pittsburgh, the bus card, all you have to do is say it's broken. <laughs> so you come, <laughs> you come on the bus, you swipe it, it doesn't work. And I'm not going to lie, they're pretty good technology, so it wouldn't make sense if it wouldn't work. But we always said, it was like, oh, I just put in $5 five seconds ago. Why isn't it working? Buses and- in New York also, you can basically go on for free. They're not going to kick you. The driver... The drivers on these buses in New York, they're the most apathetic people you'll meet in your entire life. You walk onto the bus, and you're like, oh, I don't have the exact chain. He's like, I don't care. Like, he just has to keep on his route. Like, if you're taking too long putting in coins, that, oh, if you ever want to get a cheap bus ride, just, just walk in with a roll of nickels. Start putting them in one at a time. You put in like 45 cents. By that time, the driver already started driving. He's got to get the next. I'll be like, all right, well, you know, sorry. I don't have. Uh, I don't have any more money. <laughs> the driver's not gonna like stop and kick you out of the bus. Like once no, you're, you in, do you're a, in, we did even better. We didn't pay a single cent. We uh, just yeah, yeah. we come on, and then the, the driver doesn't really care. Yeah, yeah no, so they just go. Yeah. But one time, funniest thing is that this guy, like, we swiped it, and he's like, we're swiping a couple of times. I'm like, it's not working. He's like, you know what? You're Jewish. I love you guys. Just go on the bus. <laughs> I was like, I yeah. didn't scare him. Was this easy? <laughs> I sort of felt bad at that time, but like, I don't know. I was a little pisser, so. Yeah. Yeah. I've had crazy stories. Um, One time when I was in Australia, we went to this office building and like they were trying to find new routes for us to go on Fridays to like visit people. So um, they had an old list and a lot of the the names and places and offices like weren't there anymore. So they just gave us the list. He's like, all right, just try to go to all these floors. This is like a huge building. Like in, in Melbourne, it's called like the um, the uh, I forget what the main bank A and Z. It's called A and Z. A and Z is a bank, so it's called the A and Z Tower. And this building's massive. I don't know. I don't know how many floors it is, but like we were going like up two floors, down two floors, and basically the way the elevator works is there's one elevator that's for like the first forty floors, and one elevator for the second forty floors, and then there's a third elevator which is the freight elevator, which is who, whatever the package people, whatever they take. So why didn't I just go all the way up? What? Well, imagine you're trying to go to the 41st floor and then you get on an elevator with people that are going to the first 40 floors. You're going to have to stop like 90 times. So they just split it in two and one 
one group of elevators goes to the higher floor, and one group of elevators go to the bottom floor. I feel like that makes a lot of sense now. Yeah. Why do they not do that in America? They do. In the Empire State Building, they have they have speed elevators that only you it goes really, really, really fast until the top. So basically it just goes really fast for the first bunch of floors. Oh. And then the other floors it goes slower. Okay, so um, anyways, yeah, so the story. So basically I was going office to office. Sometimes I was taking the stairs, sometimes I was elevator, sometimes I went at the freight elevator. Like we had no idea what was going on. At the end of the week, we went through the entire building, literally from the bottom floor all the way to the top. We found one one office that the guy like one office where like the guy wanted us to come, and then another office where like the guy never wanted to talk to us, but he liked that we dropped off things. So like we would go there and his receptionist was a uh, was a very devout Catholic woman. So she always had, she was very prepared with her Bible questions. <laughs> no way. And so she would always interview. He's like, oh, you know, I really love you guys. You come every weekend. Like we have such good discussions. He's like, she would ask me like questions like, who are the Nephilim? Like, are they aliens? I'm who like, are the Nephilim? It talks about it in, um, in, in, um, in Genesis. It talks about in Genesis. The, oh yeah. The, the, the I read Nephilim, that in the, the in fallen the Arch- angels. No, what's this thing called that everybody reads? The Bible. No, 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 it's the, <laughs> the one, the, the little books that have all the Mepharsham in it. The, I don't know. Yeah, you know what they are, I'm telling you, because everybody in Wilkes takes them and pisses me off, because I'm always like, everybody's talking about aliens in one of them, and I'm like, yo, why can't I never find that one? They're called um, the, okay, I forgot. <laughs> yeah. I'm forgetting um, everything. Now. So yeah, she would always have these crazy questions. So basically oh, the next the... week, the next week we went back. And we walked in, and the second we walked in, we just got surrounded by, like, security guards. He was like, you guys have to wait here. We're like, no, we have an appointment. Like, this basically, the guy who was there, he was a he was a stock trader. Yeah. Um, so we had to be there ex- right after market close, exactly. Um, and, like, we, had, we were, like, scheduled. Um, so I had to um, – so we had to get there ex- exactly on time. And um, – they surrounded us and he was like, you used like, you guys are, you guys wait here. The head of security of the entire building comes and he was like, we were like scared. Like, oh, the head of security. This dude pulls up. He is the fattest guy on planet Earth. It's a miracle he could even fit in the elevator. I'm like, this guy's the head of security. Like, oh yeah, I'm really worried he's going to kick my butt. So he was like, he was like trying to talk to me. And, um, and uh, he Basically, he said, you guys have to leave or the police are called. And I'm like, no. He's like, you guys, last week you were loitering. You were running around the building. You don't have permission. You went to highly secured areas. Like, we went into bank offices and this office and that office. We went, like, we went, to, went into some pretty intense stuff. Um, and he's like, no. And I was like, I was like, I was like, look. I was like, look, last week I got a little bit lost. I'm not going to deny it. Um, but, like, this week I have a meeting and you can't kick me out if I have a meeting. He's like, prove to me that you have a meeting. I was like, I was like, all right, you can come with me to the meeting. And he's like, no, you got, I'm like, I'm like, look, I was like, look, I don't, I don't like, you can't, I understand last week, but here we have a meeting. We're going to this office and he's waiting for us. We can't miss our appointment. And he's like, yeah, okay, sure. So he takes us to the elevator and this guy's like walking, like, like we're within arm's reach so that he could like grab us if we try to run, we go to the floor. And this office is basically just like a secretary and then the, um, the, the couple of people that work in the office in the back. So when you get out of the elevator, there's just this massive glass window. So we get there and uh, we walk up and we ring the bell and the secretary just has a look of like, like 
awe and like fear on her face. She jumps up from her desk. She like runs to the office to like get the guy and like talking. And then like we waited for like 10 minutes. I'm like, no, no, she's coming back. She's coming back. And he's like, okay, we have to go. We have to go. We have to go. Like the police are coming. So she comes to like the door and like she like she didn't want to open it because she was scared. So she like whispered out. She's like, she's like, hey guys, what's up? What's going on? And then the guy's like, oh, yeah, mine. I'm the head of security here. And like saying they have a meeting. And she's like, oh, yeah, yeah, they have a meeting. They're supposed to be here at 430. They're, they're late. And the security guy's like, oh, all right, okay. <laughs> and she let us in. And then after, she was like, yeah, you came here with like this this guy. Like I was scared. I didn't know what was going on. But I told her the story. The guy was like, look, I'm not trying to be anti-Semitic. I promise you, I have Jewish grandkids. It's like you just can't do it. It's just not all right. I'm like, I'm like look, man. <laughs> like, I promise I know all about it. Yeah. It's so funny. Yeah, it's crazy the things you get yourself into. Whoa. <laughs> That's a good story. Yeah. I don't know. The, the second dude you talked about, he reminded me of um, this one time I went on this time. And I, I basically, I, I decided to take a new route because I was like, you know what? I'm going to try something new. So I go on this new route and I'm going with my friend. And he's like, yo, by the way, we're going to stop at this one place. And it's going to take a little while because he likes to talk. So I'm like, all right, I, was, I, was just, I don't mind. So we go there and we sit down and like, I'm ready to put on film because I'm like, yo, that's, that's not what you're supposed to do when you come to the, and he, we sit down and he's like, yeah. so I turn to my friend and I'm like, yo, what do we do now? He's like, just, yeah, just sit down. And he's like, all right. And we were sitting there for two hours straight. Two just, hours. Two hours. This guy just talks to us and he's, I don't even know what he was saying. He's like talking about like, oh yeah. And I totally believe in this stock price and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, Oh, because we're in like a nice office, and I'm like, Oh, you're chilling hard, yeah. It's like, a yeah, nice the thing. office that I was every time I would come in, he would like, Yeah, these like these fancy drinks, and he would like come prepared, <laughs> yeah. It was like I had like nice, no, he didn't give us any, he just we sat on the couch and we just listened to him, and then my friend would like talk to him, and he would talk about like, he'd talk about the most random stuff. <laughs> I was like, What are you talking about? He'd be like, Oh, bro, somehow, like, I'm gonna say, I'm like, these buckram, I never had a conversation about anything in their entire life, they're experts, they're <laughs> experts on the stock market. They get into the office, he's like, Hey, what do you think about the price of oil? This buckram. Who sat, spent an entire week sitting, his face first in a Gemara. It's like talking about. He's like, "Yeah, well, I don't know. I think the economic situation is going to fluctuate a little bit because of the uh, inflection of the market." And like these these guys who do this for a living. Like, All right, so. Uh... Hopefully next time this doesn't happen, but sadly, I did not realize that it got cut out by 30 minutes. So I hope you liked the episode, but next time this won't happen. So to make up for it, I'll tell you a joke. So basically, there's this train going from Moscow to uh, to Poland. So they start driving. And it's a 10 hour, uh, 10 hour train ride. So this guy gets on. He sits down. A few minutes later, this other guy gets on. He sits right next to him. They start driving. So guy A, we'll call him John. John's sitting there. And all of a sudden, the guy sitting next to you came on after him. Just says trainedly to no one in particular. He's like, boy, am I thirsty. To no one in particular. So he's like, all right. Five minutes later, again, boy, am I thirsty. And everybody's like looking. It's like, what? And John's like, what are you doing? So five minutes later. Boy, am I thirsty. And everybody's really confused. They don't know what the hell is going on. So so basically, 
this just keeps going on for the next five hours where this guy just randomly every five minutes will say, boy, am I thirsty? No one in particular. Everybody's looking really weird at him. He's getting really annoying because people are trying to sleep or they're trying to take care of the kids or something. And he's just making noise. So at the halfway point, John runs off, goes and grabs a cup of water. He runs back. He gives it to our thirsty man. And he's like, take this, drink it. This guy looks over and he's like, thank you. He's so happy. So he drinks it. He's like, ah. So they sit down, train's going, everybody's super excited because they're done with the boy, my thirsty man, because he finally got a drink. Everybody's like, oh, we're going to get some sleep. We're going to get to Poland. We're all going to be well rested. We're all going to have not this boy, my thirsty stuck in our heads. They're going five minutes at the ride. Boy, was I thirsty. All right, you're welcome. <laughs> By the way, I'm just going to plug it in. Uh, Here's a song for you to listen right after. <laughs> All right, so uh, hopefully next time this doesn't happen. But sadly, I did not realize that it got cut out by 30 minutes. So I hope you liked the episode. But next time, this won't happen. So, to make up for it, I'll tell you a joke. So, basically, there's this train going from Moscow to uh, to Poland. So, they start driving. And it's a 10-hour ten uh, train ride. So, this guy gets on. He sits down. A few minutes later, this other guy gets on. He sits right next to him. They start driving. So, guy A, we'll call him John. John's sitting there. And all of a sudden, the guy he's sitting next to came on after him. Just says trainedly to no one in particular. He's like, Boy, am I thirsty. To no one in particular. So he's like, All right. Five minutes later, again, Boy, am I thirsty. And everybody's like looking. It's like, What? And John's like, What are you doing? So five minutes later, Boy, am I thirsty. And everybody's really confused. They don't know what the hell is going on. So, so basically, this just keeps going on for the next five hours where this guy just randomly every five minutes will say boy am I thirsty no one in particular everybody's looking really weird at him he's getting really annoying because people are trying to sleep or they're trying to take care of the kids or something and he's just making noise so at the halfway point John runs off goes and grabs a cup of water he runs back he gives it to our thirsty man and he's like take this drink it this guy looks over and he's like thank you and he's so happy so he drinks it and he's like ah so they sit down, train's going, everybody's super excited because they're done with the boy, my thirsty man, because he finally got a drink. Everybody's like, oh, we're going to get some sleep. We're going to get to Poland. We're all going to be well rested. We're all going to have not this boy, my thirsty stuck in our heads. They're going five minutes at the ride. Boy, was I thirsty. All right, you're welcome. Uh-huh.